This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to Everybody Lies, our House MD show program, uh, the one we do. How you doing, Mike? Not too bad. How about you, Mark? I'm okay. Uh, This episode is entitled... um, Kids. Kids, that's right. Kids. Kids. The movie opens with Telly uh, lying on a bed next to a a younger uh, lass. Yeah, and he says, uh, I love virgins. (laughs) Uh, We see a picture of her uh, last year looking like a nine-year-old. Right. Oh my god, that movie! Um, but no, this uh, this is about a Olympic, not Olympic. This is about a diver. Uh, she's all she's also I think twelve. They say she's twelve. She is twelve, years. yes. Uh, but she's a diver, uh, and she's going to do this big dive and everything. And she goes into the pool. We think she's going to be the the victim. Something's going to happen. Then we get a fake out uh, as someone collapses, and you know the ambulance is oh, just pouring out of his ear. Yeah, uh, but then we get another fake out where he's not the patient. He just has a virulent form of viral meningitis that's got the entire hospital on lockdown. Uh, but the uh, the young lady is exhibiting some weird symptoms. Uh, she's uh, her neck hurts when she moves it side to side as opposed to up and down, which is where it would hurt when you have meningitis, apparently. And she has a rash, but she said she's had it for a while, about a week. Mm-hmm. And so there, there, yeah, there are some fun parts before this because Cuddy has basically made everybody, including Wilson and house, because uh, there's a, there's an outbreak. I think they say there's about 800 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's their hospital if that's being you know broken up amongst hospitals in the area. But yeah, that, in a very uh, topical, uh, you know, seeing the hospitals being overwhelmed by people who are making sure they don't have this. Uh, thankfully, people are being a little more rational in real life for the moment, at least. Yeah, it is. Um, it is kind of weird that we're you know this is like hospitals are getting overwhelmed in this episode we're watching. Yeah, I don't know that they are though. So that's good if that's not the case. No, I mean um, in, in this episode, it's oh, weird. Yeah, it's yeah, weird yeah. that we're watching an episode where hospitals are getting overwhelmed, and that's sort of a worry with what's going on in real life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a little a little funny, almost clinic esque type scene with uh, House. He's talking to this woman. Um, He's, you know, typical house. He's like, okay, I don't think you have it, but also um, tell your daughter to stop wearing your clothes. Obviously, somebody else wore that. It's dry clean, but you didn't notice there's a stain on here. So, I mean, unless your husband's a cross-dresser, you know, your daughter is borrowing your shirts. And mm-hmm. she uh, tells him she doesn't have a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then, you know, typical house, like you said, he it looks like he's trying to get out of it, which he probably is. But at the same time, you know, he's, he's genuinely interested because he, these are weird symptoms that... You know, this that isn't it, it would pass as uh, you know, meningitis, but it, he doesn't think it is. Yeah, exactly. He he thinks that she, it doesn't quite fit uh, the um, criteria. Yeah, the criteria of meningitis. So he thinks it's it's something else and uh, he wants his people to uh... now the the problem is and this is, you know, one of those things that's, um, you know, that could happen. Hopefully it doesn't happen, but could happen with this. uh you know, this stuff that's going on right now is there's no room for her. There's no room for her. There's no bed for her. Foreman needs to get a lumbar puncture uh, to um, 
you, you know, to uh, see if there's any uh, anything infection or anything going on. And they want to rule out meningitis. They actually do give her the medication for it just in case. Yeah, rifampin, I believe it is. Um, yeah, and then, and then uh, and so not only does House, you know, take himself and Wilson off, you know, this very desperately needed just screening, you know, they need every, you know, like, literally, they would normal, normally not make doctors, you know, take people's temperatures, but they're at that level, and then they're kind of parsing them, depending on if they have a fever or not, but mm-hmm. he takes himself, Wilson, <laughs> Foreman, and Chase all away from this, which Cuddy's not very happy about, so yeah. she comes in and just, like, gives him, like, the fifth degree. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, um... I knew I recognized this girl from somewhere, the the one that plays the uh, the patient, but I couldn't exactly remember where. But she was in Storm of the Century. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, nineteen ninety nine. Not good. No, give me what I want, and I'll go away. <laughs> See, I feel that I'm the only person, and you obviously as well, that even remembers that because I I, I fully expect that to be like in a meme, and I often look for it like as a meme, but. No, I don't think anyone acknowledges that that movie exists. Yeah, everyone. Or I guess mini series or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Stephen King has a reputation for making bad uh, things, or at least bad things being produced from his work, mm-hmm. and that is a very bad thing. That and Dreamcatcher. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, give me what I want, and I'll go away. But yeah. So she's, uh, you know, she's not really able to get the the care that really is what she needs um, because he has to do like a lumbar puncture in the middle of a crowded, like you know, hallway. And like he, right when he's about to do it, he gets bumped mm-hmm. because you know people are just like passing by him. And it's like, yeah, you don't really want to fuck around when you're doing that. But then he tells her swim coach because her, her she's out of town from where she lives. Um, go, you know, she's trying to be a competitive diver. She's probably going to get into college. You know, it's, she takes it seriously. She's on a travel team. Yeah. But so her parents aren't there, but he tells the coach, he goes, yeah, play some defense, you know. So he blocks him while he does the puncture. Um, then they have another, is it a bone marrow test that they need to do that? And then they yeah. end up having to go to the morgue in order to have it done? Yeah, because she, you know, uh, he, um, yeah, like he, they want to do a bone marrow aspiration. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a complicated procedure um, and, uh, you know, tough and everything. And she, he's like, you know, hey, she could die. And uh, the nurse goes, well, at least she'd have a bed then. And that gives him the idea of, um, you know, going down there to the morgue and doing it there. And in the meantime, uh, House uh, is still trying to replace uh, Cameron, who he, he actually showed up at her house at the beginning of the episode asking her to come back. But, you know, she, she doesn't want to do it right now. She's not interested. So he leaves, you know, without her signing up again. Um, but then, so you know, Cuddy and Sissy still does the interviews because you know it it is a hospital and he 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 does have to do these things. So the first person he interviews is this guy, kind of long haired. Uh, he has a tattoo on his wrist. He plays in a blues band. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like trying to like he's like, oh, I'm like you. You know, I like that you you're not a conformist. You do what you want. But then House goes, oh, is that a tattoo on your wrist? Mm-hmm. And he tells what it is. He goes, oh, well, look, you are a conformist. Uh, that's the trend right now. I mean, if you really were not conformist, you'd be like Wilson over here with his pocket protector, right? And so he dismisses the guy, and then, you know, Wilson is like, yeah, you know, he was pretty good. Because he went to John Hopkins for both undergrad and grad, but, you know, well, he leaves, you know, without a job. Yep, exactly. But, yeah, so uh, they're trying, yeah, they're trying to replace um, Cameron because she left in the previous episode. Uh, Wilson points out that Cameron was the perfect person to, to work for House. And he just kind of threw it away, um, which isn't 
entirely accurate. I mean, he didn't just throw her away. She decided to leave because he didn't want to fuck her. Yeah, which is like really all from her. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but anyway, so um, I'm trying to think what happens next. Uh, so he does the they do the interview and they, then... they definitely rule out meningitis with mm-hmm. the, uh, the marrow scraping or whatever. Um, her 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 team is there. They're like you know kind of like you know oh well she doesn't have cancer. They think she has cancer at some point. Um, they rule that out. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The parents do show up finally and like you know they're like well we really we really have no idea what this is. That's what happens next is that uh is that um she she starts having a bleed in her brain, they find out. So they do yeah, that's what all the machines are being used up because you know, for meningitis you have to do a scan to make sure there's not swelling in the brain. Yeah. So he t- he tells he tells Cuddy what's going on. She's like, Hey, you know, I'll get you I'll get you a room and a surgeon, you know, in ten minutes. Um, and yeah, because this whole time, like, um, um, it's actually Chase who suggests they do the transcranial um, ultrasound because yeah. he knew somebody. In the but uh, there's still backlash from uh, House, you know, to Chase. He's like, he's been having him do like the most menial assignments. Like, he tells him to look for every condition that could involve, you know, like an attention seizure, which he also has at one point. Yeah. But yeah, you look up everything that could cause, you know, like a head injury injury or the neck pain and he goes well that's like you know miles of things he goes well you better get out of it then yeah exactly yeah he's he's obviously torturing him because of uh him you know uh fuck him over with uh and, and, with with Vogel. Vogel. and I, I do like that they keep that on you know some shows would just like forget it I'm like yeah okay but he does so bear a grudge and like even though he suggests a transcranial thing he has foreman do it which you know shapes chase but no one likes chase except for my wife who claims he looks like a uh, australian michael pitt <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, they do this uh, massive bleeding on the on the brain. So you know, Cuddy. You know, she she is at her core, even though uh, it, this might be the first episode they point out that she's like dressed like provocatively. Because mm-hmm. I think uh, House says, "Oh, I, I feel like I need to go to that store and get some kind of fruit." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, she does this all the time, but whatever. Um, yeah. So she, she, you know, she realizes how serious it is since they do detect she is bleeding into her temporal lobe. They do uh, an intracranial drilling to release some of the pressure on her brain, and that's how when her parents show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and there was another interview, uh, and you want to tell about that one? This one is the yeah. Okay, so this is the uh, attractive lady walks in, um, or is already there. And, uh, basically house tries to, uh, tries to kind of, um, like get her under her skin or shock or anything like that. And, uh, you know, she says something like that she's Jewish and he goes, uh, is, is it true what they say about, uh, Jewish foreplay? And she says two hours of begging. And he says, I heard four. And she goes, well, actually I'm only half Jewish. Um, and he goes, just a good half. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, she basically says, she's like, look, I grew up with brothers. I know about you. You have a reputation. Um, you know, if you, do, if you don't, uh, if you don't touch me, you know, or, or anything, you know, we'll be fine. Uh, you know, I, I don't care what you say, you know, and everything. And, uh, she walks out and Wilson, you know, I know that, um, uh, what's his name? Sean or whatever. Uh, John Patrick Leonard, I think. Robert Sean Leonard or something like, something yeah. like that. Um, I know that he um, he's a a stage actor, and you know that there's there's several 
like uh, stage acting references in in this show over the years. But he does like one of the more obvious ones where he's like, "That's our Hitler," because <laughs> it's from uh, the producers. Um, yeah, I, I actually didn't know that, but I when I was brushing up on it, I, I didn't see that. So you know, he basically says, "Hey, she's perfect," you know, for you. He's all over her. It's uh, you know, he's like, "You've got to hire her." She's you know, she's got the whole thing. And then House goes, "Well, she's not wearing comfortable shoes because she was wearing like kind of high heels." But I mean, at the same time, it's an interview. Yeah, he's really he's really picking uh, you know, like very very much nitpicking uh, you know, things. And I yeah, mean, there's a funny part where uh, where Wilson goes, "Oh, those are Prada." And he goes, "You know, those are Prada. You would know what Prada looks." Right. Uh, and it's like, come on, she was in cellular uh earlier, <laughs> like the year before. <laughs> come on, you gotta hire her. But um remember that movie Waiting? Yeah, yeah. She was in the sequel to that still waiting. <laughs> oh no. She was also apparently she was Garcia's hooker on an episode of Reno nine one one. Nice. I uh, somebody in it, my wife uh, tells me was in um was in um, Justified. Oh, really? Well, it's not Justified himself. Yeah, not, no, it was Justified himself isn't in this. Um, but yeah, I can't remember. Oh, you know, actually, that, that's not true. That was something else I was watching. It was um, the movie The Other Guys. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <sighs> yeah, we guys watching uh, a couple movies today. My uh, children stay the night over at uh, their grandmother's. And then... Um, my six-year-old and eleven-year-old uh, apparently didn't sleep at all last night. Um, so it was just like crying and crying on the six-year-old's part, and then she kind of fell asleep. Nice. That's always that's always the best. Right. So they do this uh, drilling into uh, into her brain. They relieve the pressure, uh, and but they still have no idea what's going on. Uh, and this is the point where this is kind of like one of those miracle. Well, not miracle things, but it's like where. There's no medical reason for it. House just notices something. Yeah, it's like the the aha moment that's, you know, the key to any house up. Yeah, so he's just like, "Hey, what do we know about this girl? Let's let's start let's go back to basics." And uh they talk about, you know, everyone visit like the balloons, everyone visiting her and and, and stuff. And he's like, "Hey, you know, what what about the boys? What what boys have visited her?" And Foreman says, "Actually, none of them have." And He's like, oh, she's cute. You know, she's a she's a really good diver. You know, she's a nice person. Why wouldn't the boys want them want like want to hang out with her or have a crush on her or something? And Foreman's like, well, the youngest one is like sixteen and she's twelve. So I mean, right. it. Then Tom Hanks walked in. Right, exactly. I mean, it does make sense to me that like they wouldn't be. She's not like. You look at her and you look at her in this episode and it's not like you say, oh, okay, they say, I don't know how old she actually was when they filmed this episode, but it's not like you look at her and say, okay, she's 12, but she's, you know, she's actually started to develop her womanly body. She really hasn't. She looks, she still looks like a little girl. So this, this doesn't make a whole lot. I don't know if this is a casting thing or what, I didn't notice. but, uh, but this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me where it's like, you know, I could see 16 year olds not being, you know, not having a crush on her, basically. Uh, but he says... And then he also sees the balloons. He, he notices the same material as her swimsuit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't think it actually did cause the reaction, which is what she said it was. Right. So, um, they, uh, 
you know, he goes, what if the, the rash wasn't a rash? What if it was bleeding under her skin? And, uh, you know, they, they figure out that maybe the boys are avoiding her because she was with one of the boys and, uh, you know, got in trouble. So they, uh, they do an ultrasound and sure enough, she's pregnant, quite a bit pregnant. Uh, and she has something called TTP, which is, uh, thrombotic, uh, thrombocytopenic papura. It's also a uh, song by Naughty by Nature. Exactly. Um, but basically what it means is, uh, blood clots form in, in the tiny, uh, blood vessels in your body and they, they limit the flow of blood, uh, and it can happen in pregnancy. So they, uh, you know, he says, Hey, you're, you know, you're going to need, uh, you're going to need medications to, uh, you know, to, to get rid of this and you're going to need surgery or you're going to need to, we're going to need to terminate the pregnancy. And she says, you know, can you not tell my parents? And then he says, and I don't understand this. He's like, well, according to the laws of New Jersey, you're the boss. Uh, so if you don't want me to tell him, I can't. She's 12. She's a minor. Like, are those- yeah, see, My wife and I actually talked about this quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. She watched the episode with me. Um, I'm not sure what the actual law is in this. Because I, I do recall around this time, there was like a hot button issue where like people were, you know, wanting laws that made it where you didn't have to disclose this kind of stuff to your parents, you know? Mm-hmm. Like reproductive stuff, or even if you got like a disease, they were trying to make it so that, you know, kids would feel more comfortable because, you know, like as far as like going to the doctor, like some people, I don't get it. They just won't reveal everything, you know, about them. Like, you know, especially if you're like a minor and like you don't want to say in front of your parents, you know, I had sex or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought they were trying to, or maybe they did make some places at least have a law where you can see the doctor alone when you're that age, which is also, also kind of obviously you'd want like a third party in there, which really especially weird with the morgue part was it was just Foreman and the girl, like not even the coach would down there with them. Right. Yeah. Do you think it's a bad idea for a lot of reasons? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know why maybe they weren't thinking of it at that time, but yeah. I apparently according to the AMA, cause I just looked this up according to the, the code of ethics, uh, I guess in certain jurisdictions, I don't know about New Jersey specifically, but I guess in certain jurisdictions, the law does permit minors who are not emancipated to request request and receive confidential services relating to contraception and or pregnancy testing, prenatal care and delivery services. See, I think that probably is I can almost guarantee that does take place in New Jersey. Then if it's, you know, they probably like use it almost like law and order. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then, uh, then I, yeah, then I guess I guess it does. Makes sense. He he talks around it with the parents, uh, and at one point they're like, "You know, can't you tell us more?" And he's like, "Actually, I can't." And he's like, it's a, "He refers to it as an abnormal growth, which is kind of you know very housey." And he's pretty mm-hmm. looking drive by, like you know, report to the parents. You know, he doesn't want to talk to them. He sees solved the puzzle, so he has no more interest in this really. Yeah, exactly. But he, does, he does, to his credit, he does you know tell her. He's like, "You should tell your parents." I don't know. I'm not sure if this is his obsession with the truth or what, but he he does insist. You know that. She told the parents. Um, so he walks away. He's like, "Yeah, she's fine." She'll be, they're like, "Well, when can she go home?" He's like, "Yeah, a few days." You know, he, he's just very, very minimally telling them information, trying to get away from them. Yep, exactly. And then uh, we do see a scene later um, where she does tell her parents. Yeah, she does, and and you know they they seem to be understanding and everything. 
Um, I don't know if she's going to be diving anymore, but <laughs> right. I don't know that I'd let her be, uh, you know, go out without us anymore. But uh, in real life, uh, Sky McColl. I feel that you would learn your lesson from that. You would think so. For sure. I mean, uh, House points out like, you know, somebody comes over with some beers. The next thing you know, you're waking up with your, your pants on or whatever. Um, we don't know exactly how it happened. She says it wasn't like that, that he was nice. He turned out to be a, a jerk, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, do you feel that it might have been the swim coach? I I thought that that's what they were hinting at the that's whole what time. I thought they were going to say ultimately, but I don't know. But apparently, it was some a uh, uh, a team member or whatever. I guess I don't know. And to her credit, she does say, "No, I wanted this. You know, it's I wasn't. You know, forced. I mean, she's twelve, so I mean, you could. There's obviously a great argument that you can't give consent of that. You know, age." Right. That, yeah, that she's not mature enough to make that decision, but right because you know, it, it, it actually the actress does kind of look like on the fence about it herself when she's first talking about it. So yeah. it's interesting. I mean, it seems very realistic, like how someone would act. Yeah, I think she's a good actress, even though she's only in this. And what did you say she was? Oh, she was in. Um, she was in the Patriot. She hasn't appeared in a movie since. Uh... Oh, the Patriot. Maybe that's where she looked familiar from. Yeah, she's been. She, oh, she was in Storm of the Century. <laughs> Oh yeah, start of the century. But uh, but yeah, she hasn't been in anything since 2013 because unfortunately, uh, in real life, Sky McColl Bartusiak uh, died at the age of oh 21 uh, on July 19th, 2014. Apparently, uh, she was an epileptic and uh, she died of an ac- accidental drug overdose. I guess she she um, had hurt herself or something like that and. Uh, she was found dead in her apartment by her boyfriend, uh, apparently according to the Harris County Institute of Forensic Sciences, uh, that her death was the result of an accidental drug overdose, um, or accidental drug mixing, uh, the combined toxic effects of hydrocodone and, um, two other things that are, that are epileptic, uh, drugs. Uh, so basically she wasn't supposed to take this hydrocodone with her epileptic, uh, you know, drugs to, to limit her seizures. And, uh, she did, uh, and you know, a deadly interaction caused her to, uh, to die apparently uh, tragically at 20, Jeez. 21 years old. So yeah, it sucks. But yeah, she was definitely a good actress. I think she did, uh, really well, uh, in this episode. Um, and then at the end, she, uh, house goes to Cameron, uh, like there's another interview where basically he's like, the position's filled. And she's like, what do you mean? Yeah, did you know who that was? Did no, you recognize the actress? No, who is that? I, I, it's she, Lisa from Coming to America. Yes! Okay, I was going to say she looks somewhat familiar to me, but I couldn't replace her. But yeah, yeah, Lisa from Coming to America. Excellent. Yeah, she's like, I called this morning to confirm there was an interview. Right. He's like, what do you, you think if you keep arguing, I'll just give you the job? Right, she almost seemed like a Foreman S character, and I don't mean because she's black either. No, no, but yeah, she was definitely, you know, I, I will challenge your authority kind of person. Yeah, which we already have. We need another, uh, you know, sycophant like uh, Chase. All right, exactly. So House goes to Cameron's uh, apartment and says, you know, I want you to come back. Um, you know, don't like he, she said, she says, I've already got another job. He asks with who I'm wondering, is there, is there a doctor she could name where he'd be like, Oh, okay, fine. That's fine. Then <laughs> it's a good job. But he's like, don't go with him. He's boring. He's a jerk. Like whatever. 
And he's like, I want you to come back. I need you. And she's like, you know, well, we, I told you, you know, I can't come back or whatever. And he's like, what do you want? You know, you want more money? You want a better parking spot? She wants a date with him. Right. So he has to agree to a date to get her to come back. And that will, and that, that will come up that, 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 uh, that continue. It's not something they throw away that continues. Right. Yeah. Which I expect from the show because they are good at following up on like big plot points like that. Like, mm-hmm. like we already mentioned, they keep, you know, having him hate chase as much as the audience does. Right. Exactly. Excluding my wife. You know, I, 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 I do see it a little bit though. The Michael Pitt thing. I never thought about it before. Oh, a little, he looks a little, it's the hair, especially. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that is the episode of house for the week. Uh, we'll be back next week with, uh, the next episode. I can't remember what it's called, but I think the episode after that is three stories, which, which is my favorite one of the season. Um, but yeah, so that is the episode this week. Uh, as always, tell friends about the show. Uh, you know, you know where to find us. Uh, listen to the other shows too. Listen to uh, the main show. Listen, to massive late fee. Listen to uh, dumpster diving. Listen to all of it because all of it is just the best podcasting you could ever think of. It's all tied together. That's right. We will see you next week. Bye. See you next time.